to the $100 MBA show, helping small businesses like yours build better every single day with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online over at 100mba.net. Today's lesson is a guest teacher lesson where we bring on a guest teacher to teach their area of expertise. Today, we have Pianka John, and she's going to show you how to growth hack using data. Growth hacking is not just for big companies like Google. In fact, it's actually one of the most cost-effective ways to grow your business today. And today's guest teacher, Pianka John, is going to walk us through what exactly is growth hacking and how you can use data to your advantage to learn how customers behave so you can reinforce that behavior and help people love your product and tell other people. This lesson is practical, useful, something that you can implement right now. So let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Support for today's show comes from Start Your First Online Business, my all-new 10-part audio course on Himalaya Learning. This is a course that's going to get you from zero to one. It's going to get you from thinking about your business to actually launching that business, getting it out of your head and into the real world. We cover things like validating your idea, creating your first product, pricing it, marketing it, financing your business, even creating your business website and more. Check it out at Himalaya.com MBA and use code MBA to get a 14-day free trial. Again, that's Himalaya.com MBA, promo code MBA. Today's guest teacher, Pianka John, is a Amazon number one best-selling author and has spent over 15 years as an analytics leader. We're talking data literacy and culture, machine learning, data science, and analytics. She's geeked out on this so you don't have to, and she's going to give it to you on a silver platter today. She's been a regular contributor to Forbes and the Harvard Business Review, and she's here today to show you how to use growth hacking and utilizing data to make it all work. I'm going to pass it on to Pianka now, but I'll be back with my takeaways and to wrap up today's episode. But for now, take it away, Pianka. Hello. Welcome, everybody. Thanks for joining me. My name is Pianka, and today I'm going to teach you how you can use growth hacking to grow your own business. So before I start um, how you can use growth hacking, let me start by describing or uh, explaining what growth hacking is. And for that, I'm going to read an excerpt from my book, Behind Every Good Decision. So here it goes. Growth hacking is a discipline within an organization with the singular focus of driving scalable growth. Growth hacking team typically consists of product development, design, analytics, and marketing. And it uses a pull strategy to attract customers. That is, they include engagement driving experiences within the product by understanding users' motivation and behavior and provide immediate value to engage customers versus you know, the traditional modular approach of marketing department reaching out to engage customers after the product team has built a version of the product. This again is excerpted from my book, Behind Every Good Decision, uh, for those who are interested. So now you guys are thinking, some of you, uh, maybe you have a million dollar business, you have a few team members and you're thinking, okay, you're talking about a multidisciplinary approach with product development, design, analytics, marketing. And here is, I'm a team of three or team of one. 
And no worries, folks. Uh, what we are trying to, what, what this is trying to say is that essentially the growth hacking needs input from different aspects of business. So it needs uh, product input, it needs design input, it needs analytics and marketing input. And it can be da- done by that same person. And uh, I'll show you what are the key components of growth hacking. So there are four key components of growth hacking. And I'll go through one, one by one. And as I go through it, I'll also uh, you know, showcase this with an example from Facebook and how Facebook did that. So the first component of growth hacking is build a must-have product. So first, you need a product or service that is currently able to engage majority of your consumers already coming to your site. And that is your base products. And so you must understand, so growth hacking can take you from, it cannot take you from zero to 10. It can, you know, if you already have a one, you've already taken your, 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 your website, you have some engaged user, you already have, you've already taken it zero to one. Growth hacking can take you from one to 10. And so that is the kind of exponential growth. If you do it systematically, it can be enabled. So uh, what does it mean? So, you, for example, for your product, you already have a product or service that is, you know, that the, that your uh, end users are quite enjoying and they're coming back to your site over and over. That is your must-have product. The second component of growth hacking is understand must-have experiences. What does that mean? So you need to understand your most ex- engaged consumer and through research analysis, figure out their, what their needs are, what they love about their site. And, um, you know, and so this would include finding growth drivers, you know, for example, things that users do, which engages them. We use a framework called three key questions framework when we go and do this work for our clients or when we teach our, uh, when we teach on our website and on, on our, through our courses, um, entrepreneurs like you of how do you how do you understand how do you unravel the growth drivers for your own business and that's called three key questions framework this by the way framework is also there in my book behind every good decision for those of you who are interested uh, and the book is available on um, amazon and other places and the chapter you're looking for uh, is under leadership section it's called three key questions framework so what essentially the three key questions framework is, is um, there are three pillars, three key questions you ask. The first question you ask your uh, data, your business is, how am I doing? And through asking this question, you're defined the, defining the key metrics with which you're going to measure the success of your business, you know, the top KPIs. The second question you're going to ask are, what are my business drivers and dynamics? What drives how am I doing? And that's that you answer by portfolio analysis. And these will help you unravel the key drivers for your business. So, for example, if your measurement, you know, how you're doing is measured by growth and profitability or maybe EBITDA, then the drivers of business could be, you know, maybe it's an acquisition strategy, maybe it's a retention strategy and so on. So you'll, you'll need to figure out for your own business. And the third component of or the third part, or the third part of the, or the third key question, is who are my customers? How do I engage them? So, once you use this approach, this will help you unravel, you know, the must-have experience that is the driver for growth. So, for example, um, for for Facebook, what they found was, I mean, at that point when they, you know, so Facebook was 40, 45 million customers already uh, when they established a SWOT team for growth hacking. And uh, one of the things that that team found was that they realized that the you know as people created accounts, if they added their seven they added seven friends fairly quickly after opening the account within 
within 10, 10 days, then they kept coming back to use Facebook. So what they found out was the must-have experience was uh, seven friends in 10 days in order to drive stickiness of their product, in order to drive engagement. And, and you may find something similar to that as well. Now, I understand some of you are also thinking, um, you know, where is my where is my data for me to be able to do this? I mean, you all have access to data. It's probably sitting in uh, in your uh, in your Google Analytics or in your some of your servers and uh, some of the systems that you're using to enable the e-commerce, Shopify and others. Uh, there's a lot of data there. And if you have a systematic way of asking questions of your data, and like we talked about the three key questions framework, you will be able to unravel the must-have experience. And so, um, so that was the uh, second component of the growth hacking was understand must-have experience. The third component is incorporate those must-have experience into your product. Now, so for example, once Facebook found that, you know, the seven friends, um, you know, adding seven friends actually makes users come back, which they, of course, proved by testing. Then they basically started incorporating uh, recommendation system, like, you know, um, connect your contact list right away uh, so that they can recommend, you might know this friend. And, and these are the things they incorporated so that the, you know, more and more people started adding friends and uh, within very quick, very, very, you know, very few, very first, first few days. And there, and thus they started getting habituated to Facebook and you would do something similar where you would, once you figured out that, you know, this, these, this is what is driving growth for, this is what drives stickiness for my product or drives retention, right? Drives growth drives, you know, whatever your must have experiences are, you would look to incorporate that through um, some kind of uh, input, some kind of, um, some kind of nudge to your customers that they can follow through from there. And then the last step for the four components of growth hacking is remove friction from your must-have experience. So um, in addition to incorporating growth drivers into custom experience, anything that creates friction and distractions from the must-have experience should be taken out to drive further growth. Again, analytics and testing is used iteratively to find those distractions and make product changes. Now, for example, Facebook may have found out that a tutorial on how to use Facebook may have distracted users from adding friends. And so that is what they would take out um, from that experience. Now, I don't know exactly what was the case in Facebook, but this is something I'm hypothesizing. So, um, so with that, uh, you know, just summarizing, this is how you would go and growth hack your business. Uh, the four components of growth hacking is build a must-have experience, Understand the must-have experiences uh, using, of course, the three key questions framework or something like that, basically using data science, using analytics and testing. Then incorporate those must-have experiences into the product. And lastly, remove friction from must-have experience. And for those of you um, who are looking to uh, incorporate this into your business, you can learn this skill yourself. Um, there are many, many places. This, this skill is not a rocket science skill. This is a citizen, this, this we would call a citizen analyst skill, and you should be able to learn it. And for those who are interested in following through, you can go on our website. Uh, I teach this course as well on airing.com under academy. So airing is A-R-Y-N-G, airing.com. If you go under academy, there is a specific course for you. It's called data science for small businesses. And in that course, 
we teach uh, various frameworks along with the uh, business analytics framework and the three key questions framework that will help you peel the onion of your business to understand the must have experiences and incorporate those must have experiences and um, the only prerequisite we have for that course is uh, for you to take a aptitude test so we can make sure there is a good fit and once you have the minimum score you can enroll in that course and start learning and for limited time folks we um, we have a 50% off on on this um, on all of our courses on academy so academy.aring.com has 50% you can use uh, covid 50 Uh, as you check out the courses um, to get that fifty percent discount. So again, um, airing dot com and going to academy. There is a course specifically for you called Data Science for Small Businesses and Nonprofits. And you can, you know, um, uh, if that's not a fit, but there may be some other courses that may be a better fit. But make sure to to invest, invest some of your time to learn these necessary skills because data is the new currency, and being able to leverage it to drive growth. to sustain and retain customers uh, to sustain scalable growth all of those things are going to be very very important in the post covid world and through through covid world so that's it folks uh, this is priyanka uh, again thank you so much for joining me today and over to you omar webinars we know how well they work to generate new business for coaches consultants and other creators We know that online marketing is 10 times more powerful when you add webinars to your campaigns. But what's the right platform to use? What's the easiest? Which platforms can integrate webinars seamlessly into the rest of your marketing infrastructure and do it all at the right price? Take a look at our very own Webinar Ninja, the user-friendliest webinar platform ever. Create live, automated, series, and hybrid webinars. Make them free or charge for valuable lessons. Send automated emails to promote your webinar and follow up for more conversions. Showcase your unique value and do it all without the hassle and stress of navigating pain in the butt software. Try Webinar Ninja absolutely free at webinarninja.com and see just how easy and powerful webinars can be. That's webinarninja.com for a 14-day risk-free trial. What a great lesson from Pianka John on how to growth hack. I love when she gave the example of Facebook with them knowing that when people have seven friends, they tend to hang on and use the platform. What this basically means is your mission is to find out who are your best customers, who are your best clients, what do they look like, what do they do, what makes them your best clients. And what I like to tell people is choose three actions that they take that you can encourage all your users to do so they can become just as good as a client, just as good as a user. You can perfect your onboarding and help the growth of your business. When people win with your product or service, they can't help but tell other people because they have found something that works and that compels people to talk about it. For example, uh, in tomorrow's episode, we're going to be talking about a new app called Clubhouse. Uh, a lot of people have been talking about it. They feel compelled to tell other people, "Hey, I'm on Clubhouse. Come and meet me." Of course, I had to check it out so I can give you a solid lesson tomorrow on what it's all about and how you can use it in your business. But also, I was also so curious about why they were gravitated to the app and why were they so compelled to tell other people about it. I actually reverse engineered it, and I'll talk more about it later. But 
I wanted to see the people that were talking about it on Facebook and saying, hey, come to Clubhouse. I actually looked into their profiles and tried to figure out where they've been on the app or what groups they're a part of or what they've attended, or who they're friends with, to try to mimic their experience to understand what the appeal is. What's the talk of the town all about, right? What is all this raving about? You want to do the same for your own business, your own customers, so that you can make sure everybody's having a fantastic time telling other people. More about Clubhouse in tomorrow's episode. That wraps up today's guest teacher lesson by Pianca John. Thank you so much, Pianca, for that lesson. Make sure you check out the links that she mentioned and check out her book, Behind Every Good Decision. That wraps up today's lesson. Make sure you smash that subscribe button and share this episode with your friends and family over on social. Thank you in advance for doing that. Before I go, I want to leave you with this. You often hear data is power and data is priceless. What does that all mean? What it really means is that it's facts. It's information that you can use to help you grow. Any kind of information that you can gather with the consent, of course, of your customers is like gold. One of the best things you could do is to conduct customer interviews where you just get on a call and you ask them a bunch of questions to understand who they are, why they are a customer of yours, what they like about your product or service, what they don't like, how they found out about you. All these kind of questions allows you to get data points on what makes a great customer, how you can find customers just like this person so you can have more and more amazing customers in your customer pipeline. A lot of people think that data science is just like tracking and zeros and ones, you know, in some sort of algorithm. But sometimes it's as simple as asking your best customers some questions. We've done this at Webinar Ninja a few times and it's helped us tremendously craft a better product and serve our best customers better. Thanks so much for listening and I'll check you in tomorrow's episode. I'll see you then. Take care.